Yes, yes, this is live. The program is always live. Here's what's going on. This morning, I was working on an amazing, huge, truly disgusting and insane episode of the show for you guys. I honestly believe it might be the darkest episode that I've ever done. Like it might I actually might be crossing a line here. It might be the the meanest thing I've ever done. It's working on it all morning long. And last minute I decided this should probably be a double goon, double gunted episode due to some recent events. So I wanted it to be perfect. I wanted to get everything done. And I was working hard on it. And I got into a conversation with Porcelain. And if you guys don't know, Porcelain's working on this documentary called Terror Spurg, a Mersh documentary. And it's going to be huge, by the it's going to be his biggest documentary. This thing's gonna fucking it'll break the internet. And it's all about Mersh. <laughs> But it's going to be his biggest doc yet. I guarantee it. Mark my words. It'll have the most views. It's going to send him into the stratosphere. Joe Rogan's going to play it on air. So I'm talking to Porcelain about it. And Porcelain's going to be interviewing people about it. For the doc. He's got Andy Worski. Mr. Mediker. I don't know. Maybe Baked Alaska will interview. I don't know who he's got. But he wanted to interview me. And I, you know, I'm happy to do it. Happy to be here, of course. H2BH the show. So, the thing is, coming up here real soon, my schedule's about to get a little loopy, a little hectic, very unpredictable. And I'm trying to crank out these amazing episodes, these amazing shows. This amazing content for you guys before that happens. I know things are going to get fucked up. I'm obviously the schedule's fucked up right now. So I'm just trying to make the most of it before it gets any worse, you know? So I told Porcelain, like, all right, if we're doing this, let's do it right now. He was like, when are you free? I'm like, now, let's do it now. So we started talking, right? And the second we start talking about this, like we're just, we're clipping away. It was so much fun. I had a great time talking to Porcelain. We're having a ball going over all this merch stuff. He's got all these questions set up. And somehow three and a half hours went by and I just didn't even notice. Three and a half hours of talking merch stuff. And so... At the end of it, Porcelain's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. If I took your time, you know, I I really appreciate it. I'm like, are you kidding me? This has been a blast. And he was kind enough to say, listen, I know you're recording it on your end. Whatever you want to do with it, you can do with it. You you can upload it, whatever, post it. And to be honest, I didn't want to spoil his stuff. Like, I don't know how he's using these interviews, if they're going into the dock or whatever. Um, But then I realized, oh my God, I'm tired. I've gotten very little sleep. 
And at this point in the day, I'm realizing there's no way I can get this double-gunted, double-gooned episode baked to perfection, and I refuse to put out shit that's half-assed. That's for the OBS crowd. That's for the jabroni streams out there. I'm not Ethan Ralph. I'm not Mersh. So I wanted to make sure this thing is perfect, and I know you guys can wait for it to be perfect. So I realized, well, you know what? And I told Porcelain this. I said, <laughs> you know, I might have to show some of this on the show tonight. I, I might not have a show. By the time uh, this is all said and done, I'm going to have to sleep at some point. So I think he understood, and I think he actually likes the idea. So this is a sneak peek, an actual first world-exclusive look at some of the materials that will be included in Terrorsburg, a Mersh documentary. Never before seen. This just happened. Nobody else has this stuff. So I'm going to play you a part of it, because uh, here's what's going on. Um, tomorrow night, we will do the full double-gunted, double-gooned episode. It's going to be amazing. And again, it's going to be sick. It's going to be, like, it's not good what I'm go getting up to. It's bad. I've gotten up to some really horrible, terrible things. And I can't wait to share them with you. And tomorrow night, we're also going to do an after show. Because I don't want to let you guys down. Here's the thing. In the past week, we've had, I lost count. It's, oh, I know it's over 40 new signups to the pizza fund. So thank you to everybody who signed up. It's amazing that you guys do that. I, I don't take this shit for granted whatsoever. So I know I can't just keep putting off episodes. I, I had to put out something. I had to give you guys something. You just signed up. I'm not trying to scam your donations here by any means. You know, what am I? Mersh? So I had to put out something. And to be honest, this interview is so good and so funny. Um, I don't want it to be out there for everybody. See, I know Porcelain's going to want to do something with it. So here's what I'm going to do. My absolute favorite part of this interview, because I always put out the best stuff for free. My favorite part of this interview, I'm going to show you tonight. It's going to be a good, healthy chunk of the interview. It's going to be great. You're going to love this. And then the rest of it, I'm going to put in the pizza fund. We've had all these new signups. We have so many people in the pizza fund as it is. Thank you to all those people, of course. Um, so in the $6 level of the pizza fund will be the full three and a half hour interview, but I'm just, I'm too tired to do anything else. Like I am struggling right now to even remember what it is I'm supposed to be telling you to set all of this up. So I just wanted to be perfect. I just wanted to be the best. I just want you guys to have the best stuff. And I just want you to be entertained. And remember, without further ado, be entertained. So, with that in mind, uh, yeah, the full thing will be in the pizza fund at the $6 level, which has tons of content, by the way, or $6 level. That's where we do the after shows. So, again, tomorrow night, we're going to have another show in the $6 level of the pizza fund. There's tons and tons of content. I mean, hours and hours and hours of content. We got hours and hours of content in the $1 level. So, the $6 level, forget about it. Um, Potawful.pizza, if you want to see the full thing. But this is going to be great. You're going to love this. Again, my favorite part of the interview, uh, we're talking about Caller Mersh, and we are talking about, <laughs> and this is great, the Mersh effect, and Porcelain reveals something to me very surprising that I had no idea about. 
It's very exciting, and I almost died laughing when I heard this. So here it is. Without further ado, be entertained. It's just porcelain calls in about his new Sargon documentary. <laughs> the internet. Okay, I have no clue what's happening. Oh my god, what is happening? It's just stuck. Um, and this is a... Okay, that was strange. Now, there may be dark forces at work knowing what I'm getting up to for tomorrow's show. So let's try this again. I think I just scrolled it back so far. You're now getting even extra content. All right? Free. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna scour ahead. I'm not gonna scrub ahead on this thing and take that back from you. Now you get more stuff. You got a little pause in there. Enjoy this. Problem that has never been corrected. Even after he made a big deal about it, they never changed the title of this video on Dick's YouTube channel. So he will forever be relegated to just a caller and nothing more. Well, I'm uh, just to validate you, I can see it right here. Call Mersh on Mask and, uh, and Gavin McGuinness. Yeah. And just to contrast, I was once on the Dick show. That's right! Uh, I uh, how could I forget guest porcelain? Well, I'm not even... He, he didn't even feel the need to put anything before porcelain, because why would you? It's just porcelain calls in about his new Sargon documentary. <laughs> the internet's porcelain. That's right. Everybody knows. It, he doesn't need to remind anybody about it. It's just, oh, <laughs> you, you know porcelain. He's here. See, I, it's I, not cooler porcelain. I feel like explaining this, it's not fun. Like, it, it, nobody's going to get it. I don't, do people understand this? Like, yeah, exactly. Why did they feel the need with Mersh to refer to him as a caller. Were they afraid that the word Mersh would be confusing as the first word in the sentence? What was the impetus? And every time I can only go back. I mean, porcelain, you spell your name, not like the, the physical substance porcelain. You spell it weird. So clearly, if somebody were to read it, they might be confused if they read that. What? Is this a man poorly named after a toilet? But <laughs> are you, by the way? But... um. With Mersh, they were like so worried that he's so unheard of that they felt the need to qualify him. He's the only one. If again, yeah. Sam Hyde calls in, Sam Hyde calls into the Dick Show. That's the name of the video. If uh, I don't know, Mike Cernovich. Mike Cernovich was a guest on the show in studio. Mike Cernovich on the Dick Show. Caller Mersh. So I, that's the kind of thing I love. I don't know. Oh, I get, I get a huge kick of it out of it as well. And it, it's the same thing. There's another video here, Baked Alaska on the porcelain video, and there's like no context that they wow. need to throw in there because so not get not caller baked Alaska, not guest porcelain, just your no. names. So I can only assume that whoever was in charge at that point really thought that the audience wouldn't get who this person is. I mean, they needed. They needed some context to what Mersh is. Think about it this way. Baked Alaska is the name of a dessert treat. That could be yeah. very confusing to somebody coming across that yeah. title. But at it's no point. a dessert point. treat talking to a toilet. Like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm sure that exact scenario has happened inside of Mersh's apartment. <laughs> uh, 
All right. Well, um, I'll go on to um, question number tw- uh, twenty-one, and uh, it's it's another question that's phrased in exactly the same way as the two previous. But it's what is what is the Mersh effect? So the Mersh effect is something that I have detailed in 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 uh, quite a bit. I I I have gone over this in great detail. Um, but it is not my original phrasing. I didn't come up with the term. Um, you know, it was just this thing that everybody who watches, who who hate watches Mersh or whatever you want to call it, could sense, and we never put to words before. And I, unfortunately, I, I'm sorry, I don't remember who came up with the name. But essentially, it was used to describe the pyramid scheme. That Mersh of loyalty that Mersh uses in order to coerce people into showing him respect and giving him views in exchange. Yeah, and I think that it's amazing how how the, how it extends as well because it's it's also you you know you look at the obvious candidates for some of the lower rungs on, on the you know of the pyramid. Some of the lower tiers, you know, the, the well, Arnold Nicotina. Uh, to be fair, the pyramid is a capstone and then one layer at the bottom. <laughs> There's not really a well, lot going on in between. Well, I don't know. I th- I think that um, I think there is a level of capos when you're looking at the Virgies and the Adonis Pauls, and I think that also I can't help but think that Dick Masterson and Ethan Ralph are involved in it in some way, or if they're not involved in the strictly in the Merch effect, they're involved in some other cabal in some other weird it's almost like the five families isn't it and Mersh is one of the five families Ethan's another of the five families and Dick's another of the five I would families. say personally they've all got Mersh effects they've all got effects of their own that they all intertwine and they gun guard for each other and they white knight for each other and I, I would say personally that the people who are above Mersh in the pecking order are not part of the Mersh effect that's a different thing that's him glomming mm-hmm. onto them um, this is Mersh's scheme. It's, I mean, it's sort of a cult leadery scheme. It's sort of that sort of thing. You and I were a- an attempt at being a part of the Mersh effect, and I don't think either of us knew it at the time. And I think at a certain point, both of us independently figured it out. And while we didn't have a term for it, then we both went, "Oh God, good thing we've severed that relationship. That was gay." Um, <laughs> but what he does is he. He finds lower level streamers or people kind of on the same level as him. And then he just promotes the shit out of them. And he did this to me. He did this to you. And nobody asks him to do this. He just does it. And then one day, Mersh comes calling to collect. He walks up to you and he goes, okay, give me. And you go, what? I, I don't understand. And he's like, uh. I sort of made you. He's literally said this about, by the way, anybody who's ever interacted with him. He thinks my career was built on Mersh. He thinks Porcelain's career was built on Mersh. He thinks Mike David's career was built on Mersh, who's been doing a a show since, I don't know, fucking the 90s or something. So, But somehow Mersh is behind all of these people. And now, as it gets hard, it's you know getting more and more difficult for him. But the first thing I think I detailed about the Mersh effect is um, what what made me so sickened by his show, and particularly by super chats. Like I used to do super chats, um, 
even though I, I'm usually against monetization because I thought they were an interesting way for people to interact with the show. And then I would watch ROTC do them, and it, it sort of clicked in my head. Every single person sending in a super chat has their own Nightwave. Like when Mersh says you can be Nightwave, he ain't joking. Everyone had an OBS stream show, like a low effort crap stream, and Mersh would promote the shit out of it. And then I realized they're paying for promotion. These aren't, these aren't fans of a show wanting to say their piece to whoever the guest is. These aren't people just giving their support. These are people using $5 for, for, for free advertising on a show that has 600 people watching back then. So I, I, that part of it was really gross to me because I was... I. I I know that they know that. They, Roy, even Royce, like Royce and Merch have to realize that is why they were making all their money was basically a bunch of ROTCs were paying them to, to get the same audience. So it's an audience filled with other content creators. It would be like if the only people who watched, I don't know, The Daily Show were um, John Oliver and Stephen Colbert and like all the other guys out of Samantha B. If their entire audience was filled up with also the Daily Shows, it would be the same sort of thing. And it was really disgusting. And now, like, he will find it doesn't matter how shitty you are, it doesn't matter how no content having you are. Um, it doesn't matter if you are literally covering the exact same shit as Mersh an hour after he did it, or vice versa. He will promote the shit out of you just to gain your respect and just to keep you loyal to him and probably to keep you as a pay piggy to him. And it fucking works. Uh, it, it does work for him. Um, and there's a lot of people where... You know, it's sunk cost fallacy if uh, if you've spent that much time giving a man money and respect. At a certain point, you have to go either, oh shit, I've wasted so much money and so many years of my life now, or you have to keep deluding yourself into believing in the hype. Um, and that leads you to having a guy like Virgie G <laughs> having a show where Mersh is saying, and when Nightwave ends, Mersh is going, all right, stick around. Virgie G is up next, as if they're on like a network on television. He's not up next. He's on a different YouTube channel, and his shit sucks. But uh, this is what he does. Hey, Adonis Paul is up next, and man, Adonis Paul is like that's a whole other fucking <laughs> can of worms there. But these guys have this bizarre loose network held together with chewing gum, and and yes, I did say chewing gum. That wasn't an accident. And I, I, it, it looks like a house of cards. You think it's going to topple at any point. But the beauty of the pyramid is it topples in on itself and it just stays a triangle. And that's Mersh's favorite shape. <laughs> uh, I think that... Um... Because I've always I've always wondered uh, how deep into the Mersh effect was I, and so oh like, yeah, it feels gross, right? It, it does, but I give myself a little bit of uh, a little bit of latitude on it because I think that 
I, as soon as something that was quite visibly off-putting or disturbing, as soon as that actually happened, I wasn't I wasn't dumb enough to to sort of delude myself into you know in, in, into sort of accepting it or into you know maybe burying it down deep somewhere that I don't want to maybe look again. It was and for me specifically, it was the uh, the incident of um, the Owen Benjamin documentary release and. Seeing seeing Mersh run around his own Discord uh, server, complaining to everybody that would listen about the fact that I forgotten to put his name in the credits, and he was so upset about this that I and I felt so bad. And this was this was where the real kind of like sick feeling that I got because of how stupid I was to even do this. That I put a video out the day after the Owen Benjamin documentary just to confirm that Mersh actually helped in this. And it was a video where oh, it, it, it was, man. it was, uh, yeah, I mean, the minute I put it out and I watched it back, I was, I just thought, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> what the fuck is this? And, um, and then I spoke to, uh, cause there was a couple, there were one or two mods. I don't want to say their names now, but there were a couple of mods back then who were, I was talking to them one-on-one -on -one and they were telling me like, this is weird behavior. We don't, we don't like this as well. We don't know what's wrong with him. And um, yeah, I spoke I spoke to them about that uh, for quite a bit, and it was it was a sticking point for me, definitely. That um, and it was kind of that moment where I realised, okay, no, this is what I'm here for. This is why I'm involved in this community. This is what they want from me. This is a transactional relationship. Yeah. This is nothing more than that. That that's what it and, is. It's uh, transactional. Immersion doesn't know a relationship that isn't completely transactional, and everybody's got a friend like that. Everybody knows somebody. Where it's just what can you do for me, and that's really all this is. Um, it, you know, the merch effect. It's not like some grand thought out scheme or anything. Although I think at this point he's got it down pat and he does understand it. But it's just, hey man, I did you a favor. You owe me. It, it, the famous merch quote of "I was nice to you," and he's used that so many times now. And if he was ever kind, even in the smallest way to you ever. You owe him your life. You're in a Chewbacca-style Wookiee life debt to him forever. Where if you you can't ever like not credit him, not you know think make fun of him, think twice about him. Um, like I I figured I started figuring this out at least subconsciously earlier on than people think. Um, I met Mersh in real life, and that's when it happened for me. Like there's little things here and there where like like with the super chat stuff, when I realized I stopped watching ROTC, when I actually what made me realize the super chat thing was I realized the only time I would tune into ROTC is I'd go in there and I'd go in the chat and I would just keep saying funny shit, just trying to get people to pay attention to my channel instead and getting them to come over to me. And then I realized, oh, wait, everyone here is doing that, except some of them are paying to do it. But it, I knew that if I typed shit into their chat room, they liked me so much, they would read every single thing I chatted. So I didn't have to pay um, because I was bigger than them at the time. Like my channel was bigger than theirs. And so then I meet Mersh in real life and I'm seeing the way he's acting like he's a celebrity and, and nobody knows who he is. And it's crazy. I started calling him Hollywood Mersh. And th there's like a component of it of the merch effect there where he brought me out and the streamer Carl and all these other guys, cousin Joe. Ugh. 
and all these other guys. And he was trying to have like this, like, oh, it's a meeting of the minds. Like I'm having out my boys and I'm treating them and all this stuff. And it was like the gayest, stupidest thing. He had a selfie stick. And it was at some point that night, I just realized like this is so gay and he's just trying to get donations while we're out here. So I tried to steal all his donations away from him, but I still didn't fully get it. Then. Like the merch effect had a hold on me because I still didn't fully get it then because it probably was just a month or two later where I had Mersh as a guest on my show again. And it wasn't until he was on my show the second time that I realized like, wait a second, this dude sucks. Um, and I didn't say anything because I, I didn't want to be mean. I didn't the Mersh effect. I owed him, you know. I didn't want to be mean, but he came on my show and he didn't say anything funny. He was like clearly not paying attention. And it was like, and I was covering a topic that was like really more of a thing he's into than I'm into. It was like the, that fucking smiling kid, the kid who smiled at the Indian man. It's like, I don't give a shit about that. That's politics shit. But um, it, he, I thought Mersh would be a great guest for that. And then I can have a reason to talk about it. And Mersh just sat there smoking and like he didn't care. And, it, it sucked so bad. And it was at that moment, I was like, I'm never having this dude on my show again. That was awful. And then he starts sending me messages saying, like, we need to make a clip channel together where we upload Town clips and Red Bar clips and Joe Rogan clips, but then we sneak our own clips in there. And that's when I started going, okay, there's something wrong here. There's something terribly, terribly wrong here. Oh my god, I had no idea. Oh, you didn't know that. about that? The- you don't know no. about the clip channel? I have no idea what you're talking about. He he seriously, that was his like Mersh said like Mersh came to me in a Facebook message. And I wish I still had it. I don't. It's from a uh, an account that I lost. Um he sent me this message and he's like, I had this idea, tell me what you think. He's like, yeah, we'll take come town clip. Like basically all of the the uh, podcasts and guys out there that you watch clips of on YouTube already. He's like, let's just become one of those clip channels. And but we put our own shit in there. Like we're also part of the pack. Like we're we're one of the guys. And now here's now what I said to Mersh was, yeah, great idea. But what I meant was, are you fucking kidding me? And I never spoke to him about it again. It was one time he brought, brings us up. I was like, man, that's a great idea. Set that up. Because I just wanted to see him do it. Um, <laughs> I was like, this, that'd be so embarrassing. Like, imagine, imagine you do that. Imagine you put up, like, I don't know, uh, again, Joe Rogan, Sam Hyde clips or whatever. And then you throw on a Nightwave clip. And that gets just zero <laughs> views. There's just no views on that. And every time you upload your own shit, it's just no views, no views, no views. And every time you upload yeah. the other stuff, it's getting stuff. Like, that would be so embarrassing. So, yeah, Why would you want to expose how little imprints you have on the internet? In, how and, do you think you could that, fool but, people? The only reason a clip yeah. channel works is because people know who is being clipped. Well, Mersh's entire e-celebrity is, seems to be forged on the back of how can I fool people. So it, Fake it, it till you make surprise it. Me that, it doesn't surprise me that this is something that he would try. That is the most audacious thing I've ever heard. And it, it, it's, it's so patently bizarre. <laughs> I don't know. How, because, I mean, surely the videos, the comment sections are going to be uh, atrocious. Play, what the fuck is this? I, I don't, Why is this on this channel? 
I don't remember where in the timeline specifically that happened. I just remember being like floored by it. And I do remember it wasn't long after that that I thought like, wait, I wonder what he's tagging his videos with. And that's when I realized he's tagged every ROTC video is tagged with Cumtown, Nick Mullen, uh, who else is yeah. Joe Rogan, uh, Ben Shapiro, Steven Crowder, whoever was big at the time or whatever. Uh, yeah, I think he wanted to put Steven Crowder clips up there, a guy he made fun of. And it's like, well, wait a second then. What are you... <laughs> so offensive. Yeah. Like, could you could you imagine the YouTube banner he puts up? Like, he, he'll get, like, Bally Song to draw it, and it's, like, a cartoon of him and you front and center, and then Joe Rogan and Nick Mullen and stuff, like, after that. Like, it's just... I can just see the the mental gymnastics he's doing to to convince himself this is a good idea. I was I, mean, I was wildly embarrassed for a long time because he had somebody he commissioned somebody to make this like fake um fighting game loading like a uh, character select screen where it's a bunch of e e celebs he knows and it's like and so it's like him and Royce are one, and then like I, I don't know, like Mike Cernovich or somebody, or Owen Benjamin was one for sure. I, Mike David was one, which like you think Mike David agreed to that? There's no way. And I was on it, and I was the center square. I was the center okay, square. I've got to come clean. I did that. Well, you made that. I did. I was full merch effect at the time. I. I um... Listen, I mean, at the time, I thought, like, when it was made, I was like, okay, well, that's kind of, that's something. But then I remember, I, I knew the second I saw Mike David on it, I was like, okay, he didn't okay this with everybody. There's no way that. No, of course not. Because he asked me about it. He was like, would you want to be included on it? And I didn't really understand what he was asking. So I was like, yeah, okay. And then. I got, uh, I got into talking with it, and that's what he wanted. He, he said he, he wanted all of, like. He yeah. said, yeah, put Mike David in You, Jesse you in made a character select screen of the Mersh effect. That's what that shit was. Count Cuckula was on there. It's like, I didn't even know who that was. I was like, what the fuck is this? And I really wish I had the, like, I really wish it was a bit on my part uh, and it wasn't just the fact that I was a fucking reet. Why the fuck was I the center square? Because that shit... <laughs> That animation was at the beginning of every episode of their show forever. Yeah, yeah. Like long after I started making fun of them too. I, I It was always front and center right there. My little cartoon logo. And it's like, oh God, you made that? Oh. I mean, I, it wasn't very good. I'm not, I don't attest. No, it was terrible. Particularly really skilled bad. in that. But the, 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 the reason I did it is someone else made one and it was a fucking mess. <laughs> And I was like, <laughs> they can't put that on the show. That that's embarrassing. Oh my god! So like, you know what that reminds me of? One time, what? one time I went back when I was still in their Facebook group. One time they posted um, an image that they were going to put on a T-shirt and sell, and it was so shitty that I went, "Listen, guys, I'm just going to do this for free." And I just redid the logo for them, whatever it was. And I was like, "Here, put this on the shirt." I swear to God, if you put that other thing on the shirt. I, I cannot associate with you anymore. Like I used to be a graphic designer and t-shirt printer. That was my job for three years. And so I just, I see something like that and I can't let it go. And obviously I've seen them make tons of horrific messes of merchandise since then, but I gave them free art just because I saw them fuck it up. So like there was like, um, like they fucked up the transparency and there was like pixels in there just left oh, over. God. 
that would have printed onto the shirt. And they, and they had done it where like they're it was like a blue logo or something going onto navy blue shirts. And it's like, well, you don't need the no, you don't have them print the navy blue part. It'll be a huge gross patch of ink if you do that. There's no reason. Don't have them print the color that's already on the shirt. That doesn't make any sense. So yeah, I redid I did the same thing. I completely redid something for them for free just because it was so bad I couldn't sit through it. Yeah, it was um yeah, I, I hadn't thought about that until now, and it really is. It's the merch effect. Oh <laughs> I had no God. idea. But all right, we'll go on to Porcelain uh, made the merch effect. <laughs> it was almost pyramid shaped too. There's like it more was. it's an upside down pyramid. There's like more fighters at the top than the bottom. Yeah, it was it was a couple on the top, and then there was a big section at the bottom. And it's exactly the pyramid that you're describing, where it's only like two tiers. <laughs> yeah, where there's like a big a big chunk at the bottom, and just like two or three at the top. Um, <laughs> I can't believe you made that, and I've just been sitting here ragging on it for fifteen know, minutes. That is I so was funny. sitting there, just like, why am I laughing at this? Why am I laughing at this? And then I was like, I've got to say something <laughs> because if I let this go, someone's gonna be like, that is embarrassing. Alright, we'll go on to, uh, let's go on to the Pizza Support the show. Join the Pizza Fund. Potawful.pizza. Pizza Pizza. Pizza! Potawful.pizza. P-I-C-C-A. This content right here is pizza fun only. Hot awful dot pizza. This shit is beef. Hot awful dot pizza. We got shooters in these streets. <laughs>